0: If I die them all, I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds or sit no serve. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds, uh. Hey guys, welcome. It's another episode of The Plug. It is your boy Sebastian here with another great creator that we're going to have on featuring on The Plug. Um, before we get into that, I hope you guys are enjoying watching somewhere out there over there on YouTube. Um, so again, as um, we're starting to show The Plug, he's um, here to introduce you guys to new creators, getting out there, knowing them um, and all that. So again, uh, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel because you get um, some fun, you know, random stuff from the Nerd. So um, um, this interview is pre-recorded. Um, you can catch me live on Tuesdays with the crew at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we do go over our regular show with all the pop culture topics, as well with um, other great guests that come on and you know share everything with their opinions and everything about the the great stuff that's out there in geek culture. Um, before we do that, just want to let you guys know: make sure you're also checking out Val on TV. They go on every Saturday. Make sure you're checking out Mo on his Twitch channel. All the links are. In our descriptions make sure you're checking out pong twitch.tv forward slash sin shop catch the craze um catch the um also to make sure you're looking up, up the four letter nerd they go on every wednesdays um and finally make sure you guys are going there in the link bottom combat concrete combat patreon.com forward slash bone studios so that's it for announcements but we have a great creator on. who uh, has been doing a great comic book. Um, that I believe this is her fifth Kickstarter that she is doing. Um, with her story, and got to read the story. Um, before she came on, and it really, guys, if you are into supernatural, love the supernatural stories. Love. Um, also to um get the kick out of horror, Resident Evil. I want to bring out Carissa Grant to tell you about her book. Go right ahead, Carissa. Welcome.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Definitely, definitely. Welcome to the show. So, Carissa, um, your book is called Redemption, mm-hmm. and by God, the first book, when you sent it to me, it just, it smacks you in the face. So, so talk to us. So well, first of all, tell us a little bit about you. Give us your uh, origin story.
1: Uh, so, I'm Carissa Grant, uh, originally from New York, and um, I have been technically writing for fun for about 17 years as a role player online um so i role played as claire redfield for 15 years from resident evil 2 and um i dyslexic so i started as a one-liner and i built up to uh word replies (laughs) so i got a little better um and uh this story is from role-playing it is a two-year role play with uh my wow. co-writer Jessica who is still writing. I just sent her 5000 words 2 days ago and 10000 words last week. Um so we're still writing. But this story after 2 years we're like how do we have 11 novels written in 2 years? And I added them up yesterday and we are 10000 words away from a million words written. Oh, so wow. <laughs> so um, this series is five of those novels and it is about 45 issues. The first book is, is seven issues. And so we're into this will be released uh, June 20th, which is next Tuesday or whenever this is, uh, you know, on. Um, but uh, it's issue five and then uh, issue six is August 15th and issue seven. Any graphic novel of all of the seven for book one is going to be released on Halloween, so the October third to Halloween
0: uh, campaign. So we're we're busy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are busy over. It. It's almost a ten. Jesus, that's 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 phenomenal. I mean, it's it's funny coming from a creative community and everything. You see people doing what they're doing. Um, and and it comes from just various different things, like um, people gotten into dungeon and dragons during the pandemic, started creating stuff and content, and you took that role play, and I think you're the third person to take that role play to turn it into a beautiful comment because this book that <laughs> book slaps i mean yeah. so, <laughs> so 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 tell us uh, i know that this was an idea that you guys were writing um what led to this idea what was like the light bulb that was like when you started putting it down like this is it like when when it first started and and it and just bubbled up and everything
1: so 11 years ago well 13 now but 11 years before we started this i had i don't know why i i think it was cuz i was watching supernatural but i i was thinking of angelic weapons and i don't know where I researched Remnal, which is the angel that I, I based it on because he wasn't even in Supernatural. And later on when he's in Supernatural, they don't even play him right. Um, <laughs> so that's a, that's what I will say about my story. They're all um, angels and demons based on scriptures, whereas Supernatural, which I love, they'll just name anything, anything. Like it'll, it'll <laughs> a name from a mythology and it'll have a completely different thing to it.
0: Interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but, uh, so I, for whatever reason, I studied Remnall and, um, he's the judgment of souls. He judges souls on earth and brings them to heaven. And I don't know why my brain was like, how does he carry these souls? I don't in pocket, you know, I don't know. So I created this little angelic weapon and it held the power of souls. And for whatever reason, I turned this one idea into this huge thing where Remnall creates uh, my character from the angelic weapon. So um, so she actually has this weapon. She controls it or she doesn't know it, but she has this weapon. Um, and because it's connected to her, they have to kill her in a certain way to activate it. So the story is pretty much, she's um, Serafina is an angel descendant and uh, Draven is a demon descendant and their fathers are both after this weapon. Uh, and they're trying to take it so they could tip the scales of in the favor of even heaven or hell. So whoever gets it can tip the worst. There's another reason, but they don't kind of hint at it, but we don't really say what it is yet. Um, so my characters don't know this and they're pretty much in this survival mode. You know, like book, as you saw, book one is crazy. Um, <laughs> it's got chaos in the name. and You can't blame me for I, I flat out <laughs> told you. Um, but they're stuck in this town that merges with hell. And now they're stuck trying to survive against hellhounds and ghosts and zombies and Anubis and, you know, a zombie merman, zombie merman in the water. And, um, and then, you know, they just, they just keep going and There's vampires. You didn't get that far yet. You got to read my comic more. You gotta, I got <laughs> to send you more issues. Um, but uh, four five and six are them trying to fight uh, vampires. And speaking of taking liberties, um ours is a subspecies of vampires and we call them clotters because i never liked it that vampires would bleed in movies when they're not supposed to have a heartbeat so ours their heartbeats every six hours so it's just enough to um keep off rigor mortis so it makes them stronger and all that fun stuff but if they bite you they can and they taste your blood they can track you anywhere like a homin beacon Oh wow yeah and if you kill one of them then they will track you down and um destroy you so of course that's what happens she accidentally gets bit and she kills one and now they have to go and track down every single vampire from the family so they go to the warehouse in six and there there's a huge huge fight going on with all these vamps and stuff so um but i i will say that the story obviously is never boring um coming from a role play background you have to write something that's going to intrigue that person to write you back there is no time to just go and like do whatever you know and talk and stuff i think in issue five which is this issue they talk for like three pages before they get attacked by something (laughs) so like you get to talk um so there's that and there is there is their first kiss you know uh for that but um uh, and somebody has called it uh, Romeo and Juliet in Hell, so that kind of stuck.
0: I was, I was, I didn't want to say it, but I was. Yeah, I was, yeah. was getting when you were saying, I was like, oh wait, I'm thinking Montagues, Capulets, now yeah. when you said fathers. I was like, uh oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, so you got these
1: fathers, there, and they're very manipulative. The fathers, like you can see, so like the, her father is controlling Anubis with a remote control, and it's the remote is in his belt. You could see it, and there's runes that spell out Anubis. Um, so he uses Anubis to track down, uh, Serafina. Um, because, you know, everyone's been saying, oh, Anubis isn't bad. He's not bad. He's being controlled. Um, and his father, the demon, um, he controls the hellhounds. So he sends those hellhounds after them. Um, so you've got those two sides of it. Uh, but they never really see the fathers. Like we see them, we hear them. We love their little banter going on, but, um, they don't ever see them so they're kind of being like they're always on the rooftop they're always on the sidelines and um so that plays into like later when they they kind of use it against them they're like you know oh we're the happy father or whatever
0: (laughs) i think that that, but that was that's always great storytelling for me right there is like when you don't see those main um figures but you hear of them you know of them as until they get um they make their appearance that's when it gets very commanding because like oh that's when you feel like things have gotten real
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know it's funny because they're i so they're supposed to be enemies but everyone has asked me you know are they really enemies because they they get along with each other i was like they don't i was like so the angel absolutely hates the demon the demon kind of i don't know if you've ever seen lego batman but that's what it reminds me of because he kind of like oh i'm nothing without you i want to play with you but um so like with like in issue seven you know they kind of fight and they're fighting to try to stop something, which of course causes that something to happen. And the angel says, "I I completely loathe you." And and the demon goes, "That's my favorite thing about you." <laughs> so it's like you know they have this little banter back and forth thing. Um, so they're kind of they kind of have the same goal. So they've got that working for them. Um, but yeah, so my my characters, you know, they they go through all we
0: torture our poor characters, man. They just,
1: <laughs> I feel so bad. Like every five minutes they're they're. Fighting something or being beat up or, or whatever. Yeah, I was like,
0: yeah, I'm sitting there reading this, and I'm like, when do they get to breathe? I'm like, you, <laughs> you really put them through the ringer. But it's like, but it, I think that's 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 one of the great aspects about the book is that it, it, it definitely has a lot of action to it. It's moving. Yeah. It's moving, and it's not just action for action's sake, because you still have those elements of stories that are, that is definitely popping up to move the story along. And like you said, it, it, it definitely gives, um, the readers. With the action sequences, a lot of great, beautiful visuals. So it's like kudos. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it. And my artist is phenomenal. Um, you know, this is his first paid job, so he's never done this before. We've never done this before, so we're no help. Um, but he's just like, like he picks the panels. He does an amazing panel layout. I mean, he does a really good job. And um, I, I mean, he's he's really he's not just a paid right uh paid uh artist. He's really into it. You know, like we are like, he'll get all like, oh, they're going to be okay? kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got 45 more issues to go. Um, (laughs) So he really gets into it, which is great because you can't really buy that kind of loyalty. I mean, he went away for 30 days and two weeks and he's like, I miss drawing the story. I can't wait to get back. I was like, we miss getting pages. Hurry the hell back. Um, And it's such an addict. We're so addicted to it. Like, so I mean, each page is like, oh, my God, it's a new page. So uh, it's very, it's very, uh, it's very chaotic, but it's very. I mean, he's already finished issue six. He finished it yesterday oh, nice. um, and now he's, he, well, he drew it. So he's going to color. It'll it be colored in like two weeks. Um, but we like to be like ahead of the, I like to have it, you know, like I, I already have a couple of issues, like the, the hard, you know, the hard copy, because I love to have it in hand. I don't, I don't like to make people wait like for uh, issue four, you know, I don't know if you know how Kickstarter works, but you don't get your money for like two weeks. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to wait. So I mailed them out the day after I received them in the mail, which was like five or four or five days before I even got paid. And I, they were like in the mail and people were telling me they got it already. I hadn't even paid yet. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got them all out in one day and they're all gift wrapped in tissue paper, which cracks me up personally because I hate gift wrapping. But for some reason this, I'm like, la la la, you know, gift wrap, whatever. <laughs> um, but my own husband's presents have never been gift wrapped. I'm like, here you go. So... <laughs> Now I feel kind of guilty about that. It's
0: like, it's like you're you're giving your babies away. That's it. You're giving them your nice little gifts. <laughs> so <They're> very protective. <laughs> how so how did the team and the name worthy chaos come to form the powers that be that um gave birth to this comic redemption?
1: So i I will tell you, um, the name is something that was not easy to come up with, but it just one day clicked on me. So Serafina, her her angelic blood attracts everything negative. So, like you know, they go through hell. So, uh, she always feels guilty that Draven gets hurt or has to fight for her. So, she always feels guilty and thinks that she's a burden. And that's why she almost walks out because she wants to save him. Um, and he always says that she's worth it. You're worth it. So, she's the worthy chaos. So, to him, it's she's chaotic, but she's worth <laughs> it. Um, so, that's where that came from. Um, now, I will tell you a little... Uh, tidbit about our story that a lot of people might not know, and it's a little different than other stories. These two characters are completely, because we're role players, written by two different people. So I never write Draven's actions or his speech or his thoughts. That's all my co-writer, Jessica. And all of Serafina's is mine. And you can tell the personalities are completely different because my characters, like me, can talk nonstop, has no major thinking going on, just talks. Um, And then Draven, like my co-writer, just everything's thoughts you know <laughs> and in issue five you we we do have thought bubbles which one one person said that's kind of retro you should get rid of those I was like that's my favorite part so you have these thought bubbles especially with draven where he's like this internal struggle you know he knows how he feels about her in this hell of a town you know you, it's not like you can really have time to breathe like you said so he's trying to fight back and forth to try to get her to not leave and try to save him um, and he doesn't. He can't. And so you read these three pages before we, you know, send somebody after him. Uh, you read these three pages of his internal struggle to try to tell her his feelings, and all he winds up saying is, "Just don't leave." <laughs> like that's, that's <laughs> the romantic as he's gonna get. Just don't leave. Um, so you have that. Um, but you know, so there is the character development. You do get to see their bond grow. I mean, um, it, for those that don't know, in the very beginning. Um, they were teenagers in a flashback and it goes to show that they were supposed to run away together or the hint at it. Uh, they're supposed to run away together. Um, her brother got possessed by a demon, killed her parents, she calls Draven, said don't come, which is the first thing he did was come to the house. So he goes through the front door, she goes out the back window, he calls her name, she gets hit by a car, gets sent away. He slips on her blood, gets you know arrested for the murder, which was a setup by the way. Um, there's a hint for you. That's a big setup. Um, (laughs) But um, so they're separated for 10 years. So he trained as an assassin and she trained as a supernatural hunter. So when they meet up, they're these kind of, you know, closed off people that have been like on their own thinking that their their soulmate has been killed for this long. So like my letter the first time was like, shouldn't they be kissing and happy to see each other? I'm like, no, did you read it? No, they're not you know she thinks it's a night Uh, he thinks it's a nightmare she thinks it's fake you know a trick uh so they don't really and then five seconds later they're attacked by an entire town of ghosts anyway so it's not like they (laughs) had this much time (laughs) to do anything so but they they slowly get some time um but it actually gets more chaotic in in book two so it doesn't it doesn't get any easier um
0: what did the the that's very interesting, because it's like, it, it, and I like how you guys did that. Um, I didn't know that. That's actually a really interesting way to build the characters where you had two different people writing the dialogue for yeah. those characters. Um, And like you said, that they don't really mesh well in the beginning when they see each other. They're like, you know, is this fake? Is this real? Like, you especially get it from Draven. Yeah. Because, like, obviously. but i'm like he's starting to see this stuff and she's the monster hunter he's like uh this is just a dream i was like okay
1: (laughs) he thinks it's a dream but he still won't let anything happen to her he's like it's a dream but i can't bear to see her get hurt Mm -hmm. uh so yeah and then it finally clicks him did you read one and two or just one
0: um one okay i
1: gotta send you more then (laughs) 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 you get anubis comes out and and you get this uh, this whole thing going on. It's pretty cool. Um, oh, but I will say, so our Kickstarter, as I said, which, by the way, if anyone ever needs to find us, all you have to do is search Worthy Chaos and Kickstarter. We're the only thing that pops up. But we have a really cool, which I forget to mention every single interview. Um, we have a cool add-on that for like 99 bucks, you can be drawn in as a zombie in issue eight. <laughs> so like you can be, you could pick if you want to be staggered on or if you want to pick your demise or whatever. Um, which my brother's in it and he wants his head chopped off and I'm fully on board with this. I've been waiting years for this opportunity to torture my brother on, on paper. So I'm excited <laughs> about this, but, um, something to look forward to.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So, so guys, it's the worthy chaos. You guys got to check it out. The Kickstarter. When does the Kickstarter go live? Um, um,
1: it's June 20th, around noon until,
0: uh, July 17th. And if you guys are seeing this interview afterwards, keep following the worthy chaos because as you can see, there was more for the story coming out. So obviously there are going to be future Kickstarters. Yeah, We already have
1: a Kickstarter. The next one's August 15th and then October 3rd and then January 23rd. So just, just hang around. It'll be, it'll be one eventually.
0: <laughs> you're, and you're and,
1: and it isn't pre-launch now. So if this airs before June 20th, you can go sign up for the pre-launch. I think we have like 80 followers or
0: something. So i'll just follow you on social media that's it yeah that's it.
1: yeah. we we have twitter we actually have a facebook group that i made like two weeks ago we have like 500 members it's a worthy chaos uh group where you can if you're an indie person because we support all indie people you actually can post your link um if uh you're launching or whatever and artists can post their work so that they can oh nice share each other yeah
0: so, Carissa, I want to thank you for coming on The Nerd, sharing um your comic with us, The Redemption, getting us to, let, to know a little bit about you. So, guys, again, go out there, support the Kickstarter, support Carissa, support The Worthy Kiosk, get <laughs> Redemption, add it in there. You guys are going to love it. Trust me. Um, I mean, big Supernatural fan. This is definitely up your alley. Um, So, definitely. again, thank you, Carissa. Thank you. I appreciate it. Beautiful, beautiful beam music in three, two. <laughs>